Polyhedron is a production of Simulacra Studios. You can find us on Twitter at SimulacraRPGs or at PolyhedronCast. If the visual medium is your thing, you can follow us at Simulacra TV on both Twitch and YouTube. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash simulacrastudios and sign up to be a patron. Welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two friends in two little black boxes. I've got Ryan. Hey. And I got Scott. That motherfucker. That motherfucker, indeed. Yeah. Peace among worlds. Peace among worlds, absolutely. <laughs> oh, but we are back, baby. Everyone's here. We're going to have a heated, robust conversation tonight. But before we do... it'll be that heated, honestly. Yeah, no, it won't be that heated, but it will be robust. We're pretty much on the same page. Yeah, no, no. Heated and not in the sense of, like, we're going at each other, but we're very... Boy, we're going to spit hot fire. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're passionate. We have passion. I'm passionate about their some very deeply... Deeply confusing ideas that these people have. Uh, also, also in very context, very deep and passionate ideas about something really stupid. Because yeah. when you come down to it, role playing is dumb, <laughs> but in it's so much fun in a wonderful, fun way. But anyway, Scott, how has your gaming and other entertainment been? It's been pretty good. We had your game. I was able to run my Aeon game, one of them at least, at last mm-hmm. night, which was very fun. Good. Got that shit started. Media-wise, I've been watching The Last of Us as it comes out. That shit's mm-hmm. fucking boss. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. I mean, Pedro Pascal is is best apocalypse daddy. Yeah, he's just like one of our generation. He's probably one of our generation's better, like one of the better, if not best actor. He yeah. like fits almost anything you need him to fit into. Uh, finished. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping up with My Hero Academia. Which is this season is just the aberrant war, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it's just it is it is straight up out of aberrant. It's so fucking oh, cool. It's it's nigh after it's almost post apocalyptic. It literally by the end of it, what I'm caught yeah. up to, it's like ooh. I mean, it is it is the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, it is like, happening. It is an ongoing thing, but it's very cool. I, I finished all of Akiba Made War, which everyone needs to watch because it's just so fucking crazy. We'll watch it when it's an easily accessible way for me to watch it. I mean, it's going to be in the, on the streaming service that it's going to be on. So there are alternate methods, and that's all I'm yeah, going to say. Yeah, I know. Mike, let's see. Been trying to get up to date with my my comics and manga reading. I'm working through the Krakoan era of X Men for the most part, and then I'm going to want to do the. I'm next on the list is Chainsaw Man. Yeah, manga because I like that shit. Yeah, very uh, good. That's pretty much me, guys. And what about Ryan? What about you? We haven't heard from you in a bit. So what's been going on, man? I had COVID. So, Mm. yeah. Sorry about that. I forgive you. Oh, Uh, thank you. Listen, man, if if I'm the only one that got it, like, like really got it from you, that's pretty good, like, in terms of, like, the the, the odds on who was all there. Uh, Well, I also gave it to my wife, but that that was probably a given. Yeah. I didn't get... Hey, Murph didn't actually catch it this time, so nice. great. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully, but, hopefully, she's built up the the layers of of yeah, immunity. Getting screwed over twice has already maybe given her a resistance. But yeah, in terms of like gaming stuff, I've just played RimWorld basically for like a job for a while, and that was not that's been nice. <laughs> just 
it's, it's, it's just very engrossing and it's in, in many ways colony sim games like that are like programming they follow a lot of the same kind of principles to do it correctly is that you set up a lot of loops to mm. get what you want to get yep. done and automate everything so that you don't have to you think a lot so you don't have to think too much which is well you do all the hard stuff at the beginning and then it does its own thing and then you got to set up systems that are like fallbacks for when things go badly or you know you try to automate what you can and it's yep. it's nice but other than that i haven't really played any any other games since i was around last and watching stuff caught up with the you know my, caught up with my hero on got got you know i think we're what halfway into season six now a little past yeah a little past uh, some deep dark stuff going on there love there's it. only like a couple more episodes before the season's done yeah there's some crazy shit going that, that they really are like kicking into high gear on this one yeah 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 yeah. Uh, like they they showed that there were stakes and they mattered and there were fa- there was actual fallout mm-hmm. from people just not being ready yep <laughs> it's also i think the manga is in its last arc somewhere that's somewhere around there it's really close to the end of the 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 show of okay. the the story okay that was actually my question for you like since we're talking about it like would you see like season the next season of my hero academia is like show being the last season or would there be another two or three seasons at least number two at least two more i think i'm not up on the manga i just this is what i have heard i've only okay. watched the anime I'm going to continue just watching the anime because manga doesn't work on me and I don't generally enjoy comics. The only manga I've started ever reading is my Chainsaw Man because, but I love the concept. That's how much I love the concept, by the way. And that's not to say that I can't read like thinky things. Like I read Sandman, fine, great stuff. Mm -hmm. But anything where there's like a massive action focus, like part of it is how awesome it looks you know, mm -hmm. the the visuals are, which season six of my hair, Jesus fucking Christ. They like bought into being a comic book but also like you know oh man super pretty i like season six because it's less on deku and the class and more about the world itself and the people that are playing in it it is it is a fucked place yes it's 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 you don't think about it for like the first five seasons of how screw how just screwy the world is because of these superpowers like listen you're always going to need someone to stop the crazy people who have dangerous powers maybe that shouldn't mean taking away everyone else's bodily autonomy maybe that's not what maybe maybe eh, yeah that's the big debate and maybe think about it a little bit also that that puts a that puts a thought if that is the case and we have this perspective that that maybe people should be able to use their quirks as they see fit right at least they're not harming anyone or doing damage to property, extensive damage to property. If that's the case, then is Deku and his classmates really the heroes? Because well, they're just enforcing the status quo. I, I, that is the question, isn't it? And I'm hoping they, they think about that at some point. The Meta Liberation Army had a few good points, mm-hmm. which is why they're good. They were good villains. Yep. But they turned out to be psycho evil people. Yes. <laughs> And also, Shigaraki doesn't care none about that. Uh, mm-hmm. He just wants to kill everything. Uh, really love uh, what's his name? The the leader of the actual bef- the actual army oh, before the Redestro. emerges. Redestro, yeah. yeah, Destro. I was like, I was like, you're cool. I can then kind of get behind 
what you oh, are about. Also, but also one of the interesting. Okay, we're going to talk a little bit more about this, and I'll move on to what else I've been watching because it was very. It's very stupid what else I've been watching. Um, it's very interesting that they kind of made a point of like, yeah, when untrained civilians use these pieces, these high tech pieces of super science, they just kill people indiscriminately, and they don't know what they're doing with it, which is like. Which means they should be just trained. Like you should be allowed to have these things as long as you have trained with mm -hmm. the people who. It's almost like there should be like some sort of common infra, like a common infrastructure. Mm -hmm. for, like, like for we need to find safety. some sort of balance between autonomy and regulation. Maybe mm -hmm. never. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe not. Maybe. You know, maybe it was a bad idea for fifty years to have one guy stop all crime. Maybe that was <laughs> yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's also the uh, that's another argument that Hanai here is making. It's the Superman problem. It's like if you have Superman around who can solve all your problems, what happens when he's not around anymore? Also, let's let's go into the globalist reading of of my hero as a failure of the West to lead. Anyway, uh, yeah. moving on. <laughs> Sorry, we could have an entire conversation breaking down all of the bits and pieces. That is completely made up. I was just like, I was way too stoned and was just like, you know, it would be a stupid thing to try to argue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that All Might literally represents the United States of America. And oh, actually, he doesn't. He is from Japan. That's actually. I, I know. I know yeah. he is, but he obviously has co opted mm -hmm. the trappings very... of the United States. They're very themed. So a failure yeah. from indoctrinating yourself in the Western culture. Uh, there's actually Any... a character later on called Stars and Stripes that is from America that's going to come over. That's also one thing in my hero I'd love to see the rest of the world. I understand why they're like this is a problem for Japan, and it's like, yeah, I mean, I think Shigaraki could pro wouldn't probably make it to shore. Mm -hmm. Japan's a long way to like China. I know that motherfucker feels like he could just blow up the world if he feels like it. Well, if he, yeah, I think they're they're making it very clear he does have like an upper limit on how far he can push that shit. Then, unfortunately, it's a Nagasaki level black. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. We can, anyway, we'll probably eventually watched, have a big episode about My Hero because... I watched Lego man, Masters. It was amazing. <laughs> I love Lego Masters. It was probably, so much fun. I need to sit down and watch it. It sounds like a lighthearted time. It is. I mean, everyone's very nice to each other for the most part. Will, uh, you have to like Will Arnett, though, because if you don't like Will Arnett, you're not going to like Lego Masters. Fair enough. Because he's in it. Like he's the host and he is bugging people and just be doing doing bits the I mean, whole I do, time. I do yeah. like the horseman. Yes, you, that's true. If you like the horseman, if you it, also Murderville, if anyone's ever watched Murderville, it's really fucking funny. It's it's but it's a weird improv exercise. Yeah, that, that one's on my list. I've heard good things about it. It, I like just. You you'd you'd be surprised who makes who's like better at improv than others. Honestly, oh, Ken Jeong was a bit of a deer in the headlights, whereas Marshawn Lynch was just like in it, in it. <laughs> it's a skill. Yeah. It's a skill, like anything else. Let's see what else. Shit, just a lot of like YouTube documentary and yeah, stuff that's like fine. Like Moon yeah. Mooncat and Jack Saint and all the lefties. You know, just, just, oh, just, just, just a bunch of lefties of telling me about left wing, left wing things. Yeah. As for me and my gaming stuff, um, been obviously watching a lot of anime because I've caught up on Chainsaw Man, My Hero, all that fun stuff. I actually got some a book I'm reading. I'm actually got a physical book that I've been wanting to sit down because I've been wanting to do the take an hour or so before you go to bed and not look at your phone uh. and kind of like 
get rid oh, of yeah. all electronic devices away around for me, away from me, and just kind of zone out for a little while and then go to bed, settle myself down, which is great. Which hopefully, well, it is a new book for the Age of Sigmar because the concept is interesting. Called it's called the God Eater's Son. It is about a dude in the world of Age AOS, Age of Sigmar, where he's like, I don't think Sigmar's really cool, dude. And his followers seem like dicks. And it's basically his slow, like, riding the razor's edge between chaos and his humanity. While still giving a middle finger to Sigmar, which I'm all about because, God, that dude's a dick. <laughs> I, too, read many books over the break. I just did, didn't bring them up. No, uh, that's fine. Just because it's one of the first novels, I actually physically have a novel. I don't want a novel on my phone because the whole point is not to look at my phone. I have a Kindle uh, specifically for that. Yeah. Same I have here. the Kindle app, but not like a Kindle Kindle. Kindle Paperwhite. Yeah. Gotta Probably need to look into that. I, I just finished a book called Up Against It, which is essentially the expanse oops all belters. <laughs> Yay! Belter Loda. Yeah. I mean they're they're less there's less, you know, like Creole and stuff to it, but it is very much about people living on an asteroid cluster and their problems. Actually, that's going to segue a little bit into the news, which will also segue into the main topic. So into the news, Scott, did you hear that we're going to quote unquote get a season six of seven of the season seven of the expanse in comics form, which I'm very interested of. It's it's going to be telling a, a story in between the books, essentially. Okay, cool. So we're not we're not getting that's not going to cover the next books. Got it. Um, right. But I'll be interested in seeing it. I'll, I'll pick it up. Yeah, Boom Studios also, is the, the one who's doing it. Also, whenever the game about drummer comes out, I'm very excited. Oh yeah, the Telltale. Oh yeah, I forgot about the game. Ooh, that's gonna I be so that, good. That being said, though, if 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 they don't treat their workers well, and I hear about it, I won't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that was apparently a problem before, and it shouldn't be again. Yep. It really shouldn't. I mean, I, I I know things have like utterly exploded and recompiled at Telltale. So we'll, we'll see if yeah. that's, that's a good thing or not. So the main topic, the main news, the only news that people who like nerdy RPG shit actually are paying attention to nowadays is the big OGL topic. We talked a little bit, me and Scott talked a little bit of the last time concerning this, and we wanted to wait till Ryan was here and sort of more things evolved for yeah. us to really when, have a conversation. When last we record, things were very much up in the air. Wizard mm -hmm. was still doing its I'm not going to talk about this thing because they had their PR spiders weaving away. They had um, to figure out what they wanted to say. I mean, so for those who haven't, who have been under a rock. Yeah, pretty much. The, the long and the short of it is that Wizards of the Coast, who, you know, run D&D, and their corporate overlords at Hasbro put out a new version of the OGL, the Open Gaming License, under which, for the past couple of decades, third-party D&D-supporting content has been thriving and flourishing and keeping that boat afloat. We need to make that. No, we, we should definitely make one thing very, very clear before we talk about this. They did not release an OGL. They, no, they, they did not release. They release no actual legally binding document yep. that says what it is, how it works, or anything like that. They sent some emails 
which did have some legal documentation in it if someone wanted to get a head start on signing their rights away. Yeah. But <laughs> I am not bootlicking here. I am not saying that they were going to do act in good faith, but there was no legal document presented, nothing. This is a emails were sent out to the largest of the large creators who talk about this stuff being like, hey, here's what's probably going to be in the next OGL, strap in. And mm -hmm. we don't know what actual OGL 1.1 will ever have looked like. We will never know that. Nope. We don't get to know we've that's gone. So we can't think about what that was going to be. But what we do know is that whoever came up with the words in that email and those documents did a really bad job of communicating. Well, well let's clarify. What what Scott, let's clarify. What Scott was talking about was the original 1.0 that's what scott's right. talking I was just, about i just wanted to make clear before we go yeah. any further that there was no actual document put out yes had, yeah yeah here's true. what we're doing yeah. legally so yeah the OG, the original ogl been going for decades a lot of great third-party content with no like licensing or royalties needed going back to hasbro slash wizards which makes which is insane because you can't it, it all the ogl was was a monolithic monster saying hey we want we aren't going to ruin your life for exercising your control over things we have no copyright on. Right. The mechanics of Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it the original OGL was a very loose, non-lawyerly contract of, hey, it's okay, we're not going to sue you. Just to, just, just like to be 100% clear. Yeah. We're not going to sue you. And it's a good That's thing. That's all it was. they can't. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't, but... They Nerds aren't lawyers. Game designers but, aren't lawyers. They don't know also, this shit. <laughs> the fact is, they you say, we <clears throat> can't sue you. But the reality is, yes, they fucking can. And if they, th they can take an individual person to court and destroy them. Just well, they ruin could. their goddamn lives. Well, even if they lose. Like, it doesn't well, matter. In the original OGL... Wizards slash Hasbro wasn't in Wizards slash TSR was not in a position to really do that. No, 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 no. Now they are. Now <laughs> they, they are, but that's entirely different. Let, let, let's get yeah. Let's that's get more discussion and let's get actual the facts. So as Ryan mentioned, some documents went out along private channels yep. uh, that had essentially, as best we can tell, a draft version of the new OGL OGL yes. one point one, as well as some contracts like Ryan said, in case someone wanted to voluntarily stick their head into the Viper pit. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if anyone signed those documents. I don't think anyone signed them. I don't we will never know did. if anyone did. But some brave soul or collection of souls leaked some of that in, of that wording out onto the net. And as Ryan said, it was fucking horrible. There were clauses like, you know, if you create stuff for us, you owe us... 20% if you make like it, it, there's egregious royalties those for the for them owning your content so yeah the first one was it was very much a draft the languages please scott hopefully you'll put this in the show note there are two very good breakdowns of what the hell is going on from a very much a legal perspective one is opening arguments the other one was legal eagle it did a breakdown of these mm -hmm. things from a legal perspective which is where i got most of my screen yeah. about them not being able yeah. to sue shit yeah <laughs> But from just like a general, what the timeline of events was, there is, I believe her name was Luna Kodage or Kudage on, on, was it Kotaku? No, 
uh, Gizmodo, Gizmodo re- basically had a big piece about it. She didn't, and she didn't have, she knew about the leaks. She knew the document. She didn't post the document. After she put the bit this article out explaining kind of what the was going on, other leaks started flowing out, and that's where more of the verbiage of exactly what was going on got out into the masses. And for the next last next week, we had basically a small riot on Twitter because my entire Twitter feed was completely busted with yeah. hashtag Open DD. And yeah, Open DD became a thing. Several large third-party developers like Cobalt Press, MCDM, yep. and others announced combinations of their own systems, and and there is a new open license coming from under Cobalt Press's aegis that's a system-neutral open gaming license that is yep. seeing adoption. All of this happening in this week, during which we hear next to nothing from Wizards. Nothing. Nope. Uh, we get nothing for a uh, while. They have a very brief tweet at some point that basically <laughs> says, we're going to, yes, we're going to address this. And then a real shit-eating release. Like, the the verbiage on their first, like, actual release about this. This is the we rolled a one on this one, guys. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, we rolled a one on this Ooh, one. The, memeable. The infinitely of, memeable. Infinitely memeable. The idea of, well... We didn't. We didn't win. No, you. We. You won, but we did also won too. It was a real. Some shitty, of you think you won. Yeah, it but was a real so did we. Gaslighty document that that just oozed corporate smarm and the you know the alpha dog inability to say that we did something wrong. Yep. It was horrible. Like it. It was. Oh God. We apologize without apologizing. Yeah. That's really like, oh, we're sorry, but he's like, we're listening. Oh, yeah, we're listening. All these, all these things that you have problems with, well, they're so that we can help stop bigotry or like hate speech. We would never think to use the legal proviso that says we own all of your content to actually take your content away from you. We would never do that. What? No. So there's a lot of arguments, and there were a huge amount of takes from everyone on everything about the OGL. A lot of it actually, from a legal perspective, is if you follow the two sources I told you about earlier, aren't super strong because really you can't copyright rules mechanics. You can trademark them, but as far as I know, they haven't trademarked them, specifically the game mechanics. They trademarked a lot of other stuff. But a lot of other things, you, you the expression of a D20 on uh, having some attributes and adding numbers together... <coughs> You can't do that. Interesting point about that that I heard recently. That idea, that idea of like, you can't you can't copyright, you can't trademark game mechanics, in terms of like legal precedent, has only really been dealt with in board games. Mm-hmm. There's yet to be a serious challenge on tabletop mechanics, which, which is under, one of the reasons under that I, aegis. I don't really want ever this to, didn't. That's another thing. It's like. It feels like one of those things where you could go to court and lose. Yeah, like, absolutely. Depending on which judge you get, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like there's, while technically, yes, that is kind of, people are working under the assumption that you can't technically trademark game mechanics legally with, within precedent, only board games. Right. There, we, tabletop role-playing games is entering a phase that, hasn't been hit and we are thankfully been avoiding for a very long time which is the clusterfuck of the american legal system Mm -hmm. because 
People have been like, this is just a niche little hobby thing and I'm writing some things. There's been some few ideas about what the legal aspect of it is, but no one's really thrown serious money at the, at the issue and got hammered out. Well, which the, pro we... the problem is, is it's, it's the Hasbro's Wizards problem. Yep. You know, D&D &D has taken off big time for, for a number of reasons, you know, starting with, with Penny Arcade and Acquisitions Incorporated, yep. and then Critical Role and Dimension yep. 20, all these like big actual plays that have seriously thrust D&D &D specifically into the limelight, which has caused an avalanche of money, mostly flowing into Wizards Hasbro's pockets. Yep. And now, now that they're not that they're wearing their big boy pants, now they want to stomp around the schoolyard. And, and part of this, and this is a lot of reading between the lines, a lot of corporate speak, and let's be very clear here at Polyhedron, we're totally behind the game designers, the people who are writing D&D. &D. Oh, yeah. They're probably pretty cool people. They probably don't, did most of them, as far as we know, didn't know shit. Of didn't know anything about this. No, they're just corporate, they're just corporate slaves like the rest of us, dude. Yeah. Like, this is a Hasbro decision. A bunch of people who don't know what Dungeons & Dragons actually is, has never seen it executed has never taken part in it, made this choice. Yeah, they made this choice. They said it was, and this is, in December, there were some rumblings because basically the CEO of Hasbro said, D&D &D is under-monetized. And then that way everyone went, what? What is, what, what is this? What, what are you talking you about? Say? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, well, they under-monetized. Yeah, they, sent, they sense blood in the water and like, oh, this yep. is a thing that's actually making the levels of money that we care about. Yep. Now we must do what we always do and get all of the money. We yeah. must have all the money. Well, because one of the things forever. is Hasbro Wizards is actually bringing a lot of profit of of like of the actual profit that they report hasbro Wh I wizards is bringing it dying, in right like hasbro would have probably been dead without wizards. oh yeah, yeah absolutely yeah it's it's very much a lifeline and they realize that and with the digitization of basically all of dnd &D by the acquisition of dnd &D beyond because let's say this was all part of the plan everyone acquiring dnd &D beyond to become the digital warehouse of dnd &D was absolutely in in this yeah, model that they are working on and that but no but okay but on a like a like even like from a rock like ryan's now the ceo of hasbro buying D D D beyond would make sense to me ryan yeah because absolutely that just means get that shit under your control so you so it's easier to work on and yeah it's another income stream whatever like that's and but trying to kick out like and just like grabby hands with other people's in with other people's intellectual property that's not you that's so 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 the big bugaboos let's go over some of the bugaboos in the in the 1.1 that was were hinted at and sort of talked about granted again we never really saw the straight language um because it was a draft everyone people have said it was a draft the people saw it it was a draft there was some placeholder language one of the big things was like royalties like if you make over $750,000 you have to give us twenty five percent. If you, pretty absorbent. Exor that's a pretty big cut. Like, yeah, right that's, that's base, a quarter. That's ridiculous. That yeah, like, they, that even... that is them going looking right at Cobalt Press, going, "Hey, Fucking... cut it out." No, that it wasn't to cut it out. It was give us. It was the mafia. It was the mafia saying we want our cut of the action. I, um, I would actually argue that amount of money wouldn't have made because of the amount of people that produce that level of value wasn't really worth it 
I think that was more of an intimidation tactic of cut it out, stop it. If because if you do make too much money, we will come for our cash. But if you make under it, you're okay. Just don't get too good. I don't well, know. I I think I think it had multiple layers to it. I mean, there's only so many. Like like, and I'm sure this is even true. Wizard said, and I actually believe them. There are 20 entities that would be affected by that language. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact is, those 20 entities, a number of them are probably also producers of fine Dungeons and Dragons supplements and products. Mm-hmm. That they don't own the income stream to. Well, that's probably the issue. Yeah, like, I mean, there was there was a couple other things about you know, tightening down what you could use the uh the the caveat that say we could deny you at any time as long as we give you 30 day notice you you cannot use our license anymore you can't use yeah. our stuff which they said nominally under the guise of of progressive thought was hey we're trying to cut down on like bigotry and hate speech and stuff people we don't want people using our stuff for things that would be shitty well yeah, so a lot of the uh, let let's let's fast forward here a little bit, okay? Because sure, sure. a lot of that stuff, a lot of the stuff that in the one point one, all of the the leaks and rumors, a lot of that has been addressed. And yes, is if it was a thing, is no longer a thing, right? Because there are brand new, exciting, terrible, things <laughs> yeah, that that are actually still in in motion and on the on the, the table. So they basically released, okay, here's how we're going to do forward, like. They listed okay, the royalty thing's no longer a thing, the IP thing no longer a thing, all this list of stuff that that you know that have been out there, not a thing. And they say we are what we are going to do is we are going to release essentially playtest versions of the OGL and yep. open up for feedback. And so and they're right. A lot of that stuff is not mentioned, it's not a part of it, it's it's closer in terms of you know the production of third-party content. It's closer to 1.0 than what was rumored to go. The thing that I've been seeing the most about the thing that's sort of sticking out like a sore thumb is the restrictions on virtual tabletops. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's I... that's the thing. That's the new stuff that got introduced. That makes uh, sense. A full page of this of this OGL is addressing virtual tabletops. Yeah, uh, essentially. I wonder why. Well, they they want they're trying to make this from what it sounds like. If your VTT has too many bells and whistles, then it's going into the purview of a video game, which is stri- subject to things like license fees and royalties yep. and, and that stuff. Yep. If if when you cast Magic Missile, there's an animation that goes from one digital mini to another digital mini, then that's a video game. And and there's going to be some strictures like for for that, which really does go back into the uh, D and D. They took DB and Beyond to own the digitalization of it, so yep. that they could create their own VTT that has all the bells and whistles and fancy animations. Yep. And they don't want anyone else doing that without yep. having a cut. So uh, now instead of going for third parties, now they're going for other VTTs. So I'm going to take a slightly slightly the. Con- not controversial because ultimately I'm against the OGL and all that, but but slightly to me, Hasbro who owns Wizard of Coast is fully in their power to do anything they want with their IP. However, they suffer all the consequences thereof that they are making and at least giving some feedback. A thing they should have done from the get go is a good thing. 
I see what the, we all see what they're trying to do. I guess because we are trying to because they can't be as broad as what they have to be hella hella more specific about what they can and can't do and other people can do and we just kind of have to live with it because these are companies battling each other on a on the economic field it's like yeah it's it's you know it's just the the kaiju are fighting and we yep. just have to deal with whatever large pieces of debris crush our loved ones but my friends I mean, and listeners there's a solution here that very few people are seeing use our brains yeah well first of all yeah you you could shoot yourself with an alien gun and turn into goo or you could just play other games yeah Yeah, there's also other games other than dungeons and dragons it's pretty good yep it's pretty good (laughs) yeah games out there man yeah yeah yeah, tons there's tons of great games we've talked about many of them i do like dungeons and dragons just fine and i do kind of miss playing it a little more often but i can say you know the other systems are pretty Uh, like like but also i'd like to say point out this entire endeavor was a great great demonstration of online boycotting and protests mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people because they got out that through through a couple people and then a couple really popular youtubers and twitter handles were like cancel your dnd beyond description this is the only way they'll know exactly how much damage they're yeah, doing to their it bottom line made an, it's nice to know that they actually saw the number go down in such a way that made their little sw- capitalist swine hearts skip a beat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, like they all saw their bonuses go down by ten percent. And that that oh yeah mm, that I, was I, enough. Daddy no, likes that. But yeah, that, that, I, and I will say I want to call in, in addition to supporting the creatives and designers in the under the wizard's castle. Um, there's certainly been leaks from within the house. Oh yeah, and I would like to applaud everyone who has done that because that's an incredibly brave thing to do and an incredibly necessary thing to do. Whistleblowing corporate bullshit is a heroic act. Yeah, absolutely, because it showcased, hey guys, we're here. We're not just your your money banks. We're people, and we love what we we love doing what we do here, and we try to make it a community thing. And you're fucking with it. Stop it. Yeah, you got to make your money. We get it. We live in a capitalist society. Whoopity fucking They do. already have all the money. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, they want more money. That's the problem. That's the that's the problem. They want all the money. They want all the money, and they don't want anyone else making the money. It, it's it, a zero-sum game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Corporations, you as a person are an impediment to your wallet. Mm-hmm. That is the whole point. They want your wallet to be empty and in their, in their wallet. And that's the problem. And we all called foul when we all heard about this. And that's exactly what we should do in the future, because this is how you get things to modify. Granted, it's not some great political change or anything like that, but it's something. It's a yeah, thing but it that we things from being just a little shittier. Yeah, correct. I mean, in, in our little corner of the world, Wizards Hasbro is the fucking four hundred pound gorilla. Yep. Like it's it's the elephant that stomps around and things, and it it unfortunately. Where it goes, a lot of the hobby tends to go as and well. And you know, I mean, I've been relatively positive on them as in terms of as a subject in the most in many for the last many years. I've been relatively positive with what they've been up to, like with how they've done. I mean, yeah, they made some mistakes here and there with D and D, but I still like Five E, and I think they've done a pretty good job with it. And overall, I like the products they make there and stuff. But what, dude, just like stop, like just like you're making. Yeah. You're making it look so yourself look so stupid. Well, so it was the bad. most naked, like money grabbing, like 
event. Like it like, was like it yeah, was like it was it, from, it was gross. Did yeah, you just I mean, call was, like your friends at Square Enix and we're just like, hey, how can we nakedly harass our people who care about our products? How can we right. be awful to them in the most naked capitalist? How, how do we loot box them and monetize and monthly mo- subscribe subscribe yeah. <laughs> them into oblivion? Yeah, I'm waiting for the loot boxes. It's like, yeah. oh, you want... Surprise <laughs> mechanics. Surprise. The surprise mechanics. That's, they have, they, they literally have loot tables. They have loot tables. One of the greatest things that, because we talked about it, it was actually one of the biggest bugaboos in 1.1, which was the IP theft. That was awful. It was the worst. It was subject 12B in that. And it was pretty bad because it was basically, oh, did you write something really cool that is really popular? We're free to use it whenever yeah and that's well and and they they in their shit-eating me not really apology they said we're not doing that we we want yeah that all of their explanations for all the horrible shit they were trying to pull were just like funny but infuriating yeah i thought they were kind of cute at the beginning and then i reread it a second time and then i was like i feel slightly offended at this oh no you just have to realize that they they think you're stupid yeah I mean, this 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 was an instance of the suits at the top smell blood, yep, and you know saw that the that the golden calf was indeed fat and slow, and just wanted to suck all the blood out of it. And then the cow kicked him in the face. Indeed, <laughs> old Bessie's got some life in her yet. <laughs> Correct. It actually turns out that Betsy was just a thousand snakes in his cow costume. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite little meme was how did Wizard not how did Hasbro not see that there in people that would spend 30 minutes arguing over one sentence in a rule book wouldn't dissect their draft of their OGL to pieces. Because remember that thing I said earlier? The people at the top of Hasbro don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, except for the CEO who was the Wizards of the Coast guy. He should be a fucking shamed himself, and I hope he throws himself out a window. Well, apparently, <laughs> I've, I've heard things that apparently he is not a not a pleasant person to be managed by. Oh, that doesn't oh, surprise God. me at all. Like he, oh, a he, CEO is a he, psychopath. Yeah, that he's a Green. yeller. He, he's a yeller. Oh, oh no. But yeah, the people at the top of any of this show, they don't know what the product is. They don't care. They don't care what it means to you. They don't even know what it is. The funny thing is, if they did care and they did know, they would make so much more money. They would make all... Did you want all of our wallet money? Learn about what you're actually selling and then gear it towards us and we will give you all of the money. The problem is that it's never enough and they want it all now. Yeah, that's true. Like they don't want to putting in the work to understand something. No, they want the quickest, easiest, bullshittiest way. We got to get the line go up, guys. We got to make the lines got to go up as fast as they can. Short term gains, all that matters. Yep. Yeah. Burn it it, to the ground. They're like, you know, corporate culture in America is like, oh, a five year plan. What are you gay? By which, of course, we do support our LGBT plus crew. Absolutely. Uh, of course. <laughs> of course but, we support them. Now, how much money are we giving to the Republicans this quarter? Yeah, how much money are, yeah. Yeah, now change the now change the flag on Twitter, change it to the pride flag on Twitter and give $100,000 to George Santos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so we were, luckily, like, a lot of this is going to get cleared out. Where the, the story is still evolving. 
thankfully, like you said, they're doing the feedback survey. There was a little hubbub that people were like, they never read feedback. They don't read the surveys. And everyone else at Wizards was like, the shit we do. We have one dude whose entire job is to tabulate and put together all of the feedback. Like, that's their job. That's all yeah, they well, do. Well, now that now that the suits, now that the idiot, okay, much like every like you know, I've worked in big corporations. I worked in software companies. Like, oh, good. Now that the managers and the suits are done ruining everything, the normal people who understand how their jobs are actually done and what the product actually is has to go clean up after them, after all the goodwill has been destroyed. Now you have a thousand. Hey, congratulations, dude. Now you have a thousands of surveys to tabulate. I'm sure this is exactly what you wanted to be doing. Uh, no, problem is that dude with the feedback and the surveys is probably like, I just wanted to read about game mechanics. Now I have to read about angry people who think they don't understand the law. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's a fuck of a situation. Just, I, yeah, just keep in mind with any of your 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 vitriol towards them. Just leave the actual human beings who work there out of it. Just. Find out the names of the CEOs and the boards of directors and dox them. Whatever. You know, don't. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. We we're in Minecraft. Dox them in Minecraft. Yeah, dox them in Minecraft. <laughs> but I was also, we said, there was a huge outpouring of other support from other companies. Paizo has reviewing and going to be releasing their open gaming license. Ah, so they you can use Paizo. Dude, Wizards fucked up so fucking bad. They really did. Mobilize. You, Dude. Yeah, it's like it will only affect like 20 entities. It's like, yeah, but those 20 entities are like also corporations that are probably like not super pleased that you just tried to muscle them. Well, and then you you have to know that people like Paizo have been <laughs> preparing for this for decades. Yeah, they're ready. Like, like they had a button. Like they had like a glass. Well, most uh, of the people at Paizo are ex watsy people anyways. Yeah. That's why there was a big divide. That's why they called it 3.75 when Pathfinder came out. It was a big deal. So yes, they have a giant axe to grind and now they have a big enough axe in which to in which to use because yeah individually none of these company match up to what watsi's doing but together they 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 do they can do some work and they'll they'll push and pull and uh, i think uh, that it's it seems like those companies the ones that were being you know trying to be muscled are all still run by humans yeah, Humans. sort of. Yeah. yeah, they don't have as vast of powers, bureaucratic power structure as us. I think Pies have somebody said that only there's only like 125 employees or something like that. Like it's, it yeah. makes a lot of money, but it's not a very quote unquote big company. Yeah, I came up. I thought of an analogy, a super nerdy analogy for all of this. All of right, like hit me. What the best case scenario for this situation was. So in the later Dune books. Leto II, son of Paul Atreides, he's doing something called the Golden Path, which in short, because it's a very long, complicated thing, is essentially he became a giant worm god and proceeded to oppress humanity all across the galaxy using his super prescience and control of the spice to an absolute total degree, as such that every aspect of life across the galaxy on every human world was controlled by the great worm god. And part of the reason he did this was to instill the resistance and hatred of tyranny and oppression into humanity at a genetic level, such that when he died as a result of a circuitous plot by one of his, his worshiper girlfriends, humanity 
was released from the yoke of oppression and decided, fuck all of this nonsense and we're going to scatter out into the galaxy and form our own planets and our own worlds where we can never be conquered and we can never, humanity can never be totally conquered again. And that's the most charitable reading of what this was all about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That someone was trying to pull a, pull, pull a worm god. Uh, or or I, I, more of like a Darth Vader. Like the more the more you close, tighten your grip, the more planets escape from your fist lord vader like yeah literally the tighter you hold this the the more people will run away from you yeah i mean we... the charitable thing is that someone was trying was was trying to crush such things such that there would be a great scattering and everyone would be free no that they, they didn't have such a long-term idea but that yeah. might be the end result of it. Mm -hmm. people so, scattering out people... and abandoning the great worm someone some people just really need to tell dice daddy that they're not their real dad indeed yeah and I mean, I, like I said, a lot of other really good games out there. We've talked a lot about them on the show here and there. We'll talk about more great ones out there because D&D, it was funny. D&D 5.0 like got really, really big to the point of like super saturation in the field. But then like Critical Role, Acquisition Incorporated in Dimension 20, just and Stranger Things busted it out into mm -hmm. its into the bigger pond. And now it's even saturated that, and now it's sort of fracturing. And now people can go, well, I don't just need to play D and D. Yeah. I know D and D. I got into it because of D and D. But what are these other books? What's this Morkborg I keep hearing about? Um, <laughs> what is this? We, what is the Story Path system? Yes, the Story Path system. Especially, I'm looking forward to World Below, which I think is going to be an excellent. Uh, if you're into that fantasy shit kind of thing i'm really looking forward to world below because i want a i want to see story path in a fantasy session and i want to see story path ultra which yes mm, yes an upgrade yeah. to the system and they um, keep saying that these are not new additions to things they're new additions mm, to things. well i i think from what they've said is after world below any new games like new game lines yep. are going to be in story path ultra and they're going to release translation guides for the old game launch. That, that makes and of course sense. they are going to have the My Hero Academia insert for the Story Path Plus Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good one. There you go. There you go. Very Sorry, good. I, I had it. And I real every the moment you were saying Story Path Ultra, I was like, I have to. Yeah, no, you're right. You're correct. You're free. Yeah. So that's basically it. it again, they're taking surveys. There's more conversation to be had. You can go over to D&D Beyond. You can go look up at ianworld.org. They will have probably articles and conversation pieces about this because this is what a lot of people will be talking about for a little while until it's completely out and completely this is what they're doing. There's going to be a lot of speculation. There's going to be a lot of back and forth. So keep an eye out. And if you need to, if we need to protest more, let's protest more. That's just how, this is how we do. So, anything else, guys? Do we think the movie's going to be good, or do you think it's going to suck again? I don't know. I think Zaz it'll be okay. Tom, I think I think it's going to be good, and I'm interested that Zaz Tom they they chose Zaz Tom that the Red Wizard. I mean, they've been pushing the Red Wizards real hard mm -hmm. as a, sort of the 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 Nazis you're okay to kill antagonist. Uh, okay. Because the they've made everyone else too complicated, <laughs> uh, but but the Red Wizards are literally just a bunch of you know necro liches within a slate with a bunch of slaves. Yep. So, yep. They're awful. They are just the worst. <laughs> Fuck them. No, I'm okay. Yeah, I want them. I just also thought it really funny that they they the shitstorm happened and like literally a month later is like the D and D movie. 
Yeah, Good the job, timing, guys. Uh, so, someone fucked up the timing on this. I, I will also say that, yeah, if they don't straighten up and fly right, which I don't think they will because they're a massive corporation, I probably won't go see it just because, you know, fuck that. Yep. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to wait and see, but ev- I will see it eventually. I just won't necessarily go to the movie theater. One way or another. Yes. Yes, I too will legally procure it <laughs> on a streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's for everyone. Uh, so from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Roll some dice on a different system. <laughs> yeah, not a D20. Fuck that. Not a D20. No, no, no. It can be a D20. There's, there's, there are D, two That's D20. True. That's more for you. Two D20. Modifius uh, yeah. games. Do it. Modifius. Do it. Yeah. Yeah.